All right, last uh, last weekend was the Oscars. Yeah. Anything anything you'd like to say about the Oscars? Um, I ate Papa John's pizza. I Seth MacFarlane is terrible. Seth MacFarlane wasn't as terrible as I was prepared for, though. So I was kind of okay. But I kind of didn't know about it until uh, the Oscars started. Oh, okay. So I, I'm at least kind of impressed he didn't do like, "Hey, I'm doing the Stewie voice like over and over" or something. Like he didn't do that. He just danced around. And... I think Seth MacFarlane can actually be funny when he wants to. I think the fact that I can say Seth, Seth MacFarlane sang a song about boobs explains enough of what. Uh, but it was my a point. It, but the context was he was talking to Captain Kirk. So the context was we have to stop this from happening. Yeah, so but they, they still wanted people to laugh. So oh yeah, they no, still they wanted people to be like, "Song about boobs is great." Well, nudity did people laugh. Um, oh yeah, I'm not really totally. sure because it was a canned video. Like it was a video, so I'm sure I'm sure somebody did. Yeah, but yeah, Christoph Waltz won. So you I, know, I was happy about that for sure. Um, but I, I Paperman guess the, one, the, uh, animated short. Oh, uh, Paperman. Yeah, I knew yep. you'd be excited because you love that movie. Um, I'm trying to. Okay, the the one thing that happened that pertained to kind of video games in a weird way was the Rhythm and Hues debacle, like the special effects thing. Did you see that? The I watched Michael. all of it, but I don't. I don't. Oh, remember I didn't watch any of it at all. So yeah, okay, like it's it's just been kind of like it's kind of made it clear that there's kind of weird similarities between, like, the pressure put on big game developers, like, individual people that work there in terms of crunch time and everything, and special effect, special effects people. Because, like, okay. Life of Pi won the Oscar for Best Visual Effects, but they're, like, just filed for bankruptcy, and they're doing really poorly, and, like, the people there aren't getting paid as much as they ought to and all this stuff. It's been kind of this big scandal. Um, and there's a lot of protesting and people freaking out about them being overlooked and overshadowed by other people, despite being, like, an important part of the movies they're a part of. Like, Life of Pi, I don't know if you saw it, but there's a lot of special effects in that movie. It's a good movie, I did see it, yeah. Yeah, so, like, without that tiger, you kind of don't have a movie, and they kind of did all that, and then they weren't even thanked in the director's speech or anything, and they weren't able to finish their kind of little piece while they were speaking. It was, I don't know, kind of weird. But, I guess in terms of the actual you know, awards overall. Um, I don't know. That I guess pretty much as expected. I was obviously disappointed with the winner. Like, right. the big winner. But, you know, whatever. Uh, there's plenty of me complaining about that on another podcast. I find that, uh, just, I kind of, the act of watching the Oscars is always more enjoyable to me than watching the Oscars. What does that mean? Like, like, just the idea of, like, I'm going to sit down, there's, like, an event going on on the TV, everyone on Twitter is watching it with me. But then the actual show is kind of dumb. It's just, yeah, it's just kind of, well, yeah, Seth MacFarlane, you're terrible. Yeah. Um, I don't like any of these jokes. But it's just kind of, I just kind of, I don't know, it's like a, it's an event I can be a part of, I guess. Right. I've kind of looked at it as, like, it's the equivalent of the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl for me. Like, it's the sure. one thing. It's like, this is my annual TV event. It's not always great, but I'm here, and what's going on? Right. Like, oh, just, look, my team didn't win, right? Yeah, my, my team didn't didn't do especially well. But, you know, best actor. That's okay. Sure. Like, anyway, yeah. speaking of amazing things. Okay. Uh, I think it was last week, Business Insider got to, they had the opportunity to go into, like, McDonald's headquarters. 
and they have revealed that McDonald's has four specific types of chicken nuggets and their names. Wait, what? Like the Based shapes? Based on the shapes, or? yes. Because there's there the are boot s- ones, there's the yep. pure round ones, there's the yep. weird eight All ones. Of, yeah, actually, so you recognize that boot one? That one, they actually have officially titled it boot. Nice. Yeah. There's also ball, which is like as round as you can get. Yep. There's bell. Which, which is it the looks like eight, a, the eight it looks like an old school bell, kind of almost egg shape. One side's kind of bigger than the top of it, right? Mm-hmm. And bone, which is kind of rectangular. But I think this is uh this is fascinating. So do they just have like molds they send out to their different places? And they I didn't actually. I don't know if they have molds or it's just the machine they have. It comes out in in these four sets. I didn't actually read the article. I just looked at the picture and it had the four words and I was like, that's incredible that they've named these. Okay. What was the purpose of this like going to the you know, headquarters in the first place? Like what what's going on? I think it was supposed to be like a quality assurance meeting originally. Okay. Um and, and then just chicken revelation. nugget people were there and one thing led to another and boom, huge discovery. Okay. I don't eat many McNuggets, but I guess cool. I used, to, nu- I used to eat a lot, which is why I was able to guess most of them. Hundred <laughs> Nugget Challenge. No, I guess just looking at it, it's like the bell and bone are kind of similar enough. Like I don't know, like it's just more rounded at the one side. But then you could say the bone is similar to the ball if it was just a little fatter. Yeah, rounder. like the boot is the most distinctive. Right, everyone knows boot. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so I just thought that that was incredibly interesting. Well, there you go. The, the more you know, you can go eat McDonald's with new context on to what you're doing. So, excellent. McDonald's. McDonald's. Top down perspective. Oh, yeah. no, you should have gone Burger King. Burger Video King game. Games. Top right, down perspective. Like, I just want to be like, Kirby. we're like, we're slowly, quietly repeating things. I'm like, or sneak in the game. Okay, well, show. I thought I would have gone Burger King because you know, because sneaking is the best game on the. Xbox it's such a good game. Did I'm your host, Sweek, guys... in this <laughs> awkwardly introduced episode. Oh. Uh, my name is John. I'm here as usual with Nathan. Hey, and Sean. Yep. Who's going to talk to us about Fire Emblem Awakening? I can do that on uh, February 28th. Oh, right. That is the current date. That is the welcome to date. March. When you're listening to this, probably. Yeah. It's still February for us. We're in the past. Yeah. I guess it's not a leap year. Last nope. day of the month. Short one. Uh, it's weird. Year. Sneaks up on you every time. Well, it's but, always okay. a short month, regardless of how many days. You're, that's true. Shorter than even before. Last year. Okay. When was the last leap year? Was it last year? Yeah. It was last year, yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Multiples right. of four. How's Fire Emblem oh. going, Sean? Fire Emblem. Okay. I've, uh... Didn't play a whole ton of it this week, but, you know, just kind of continuing along. Um, I'm feeling like the fact that you can grind now is kind of breaking the game, because I'm, I'm, I've hit the point where I'm, st- all, a lot of my characters are hitting level 20 and I'm upgrading them. So I have a lot of really powerful units. Like, how far are you chapter wise, roughly? Ooh, honestly, it's been like half a week since I looked, but I want to say I'm somewhere around chapter 12-ish. Okay, so we're at the same point. Okay. But yeah, like, the majority of my party is already upgraded. 
Right. And everyone is, like, once you upgrade someone, they get, like, amazing. Yeah, no, uh, I think actually my Krom is almost maxed out as a great lord. Um, give me a sec here. Oh, okay, I haven't been using Krom too much. I always find, because the main characters are always normally extra powerful from the get-go. Mm-hmm. So my strategy whenever I like start a Fire Emblem game is, okay, who's really crappy? I'm going to work on you because I know the crappy characters end up always being great. Yeah, my so, my like, logic my archers... is these are the characters that if they get killed, the match ends, so make sure they're strong so that doesn't happen. Right, but for me, if anyone gets kills or gets killed, the match ends. So, yeah, that is well, yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, my Krom is like level fifteen. Uh, my avatar is at level ten on his second class, and the majority of my party is married. Okay, right. Yeah, I only have a a couple people married. Uh, but yeah, so I didn't I didn't play it uh, too much Fire Emblem. I did. I'm still quite enjoying it. And uh, one thing I do have to ask, John. So I'm finally street passed with someone who has Fire Emblem. How do I access whatever that gives me, and what does it give me? Uh, their avatar shows up on your map. To and, fight or to trade or? Uh, all those options come up. You can either fight them, and if you win, besides the experience and items you get, you also get to recruit their avatar into your party. Okay, I probably just won't do that. Um, you can also buy any items they have on them. Okay. But that makes them disappear immediately. Uh, I think, yeah, those are the only options. You can, like, look at their stats before you choose to fight them or not, too. Or you can just flat out buy the avatar into your party. Yeah, I'm kind of super not interested in getting, like, additional characters at all. Because, I'm like I said, I'm already really powerful. I don't need more powerful characters. Yeah, I think currently I have, like, four or five extra avatars in my party already. Okay. okay. Just from and are they all just, like, tacticians? All they can do is, like, spells and swords? Or um, I've met at least one person who changed their their leader's party. He wasn't a tactician anymore. He was like a hero. Okay, I didn't know you could change them. Like with a second seal? or does Yeah, he sec- second seal lets you choose a different uh, skill okay. tree and then you huh. can master class up. Okay, very cool. Um, I guess apart from that, the big news this week was I finished Assassin's Creed 3 today. Ooh. Yeah, I finally sat down last week and I was like, okay, I just gotta go through this. Um, and I was looking on, like, howlongtobeat.com, and everyone had it around, like, 14 hours. I finished it in, like, maybe eight. So, clearly, other people were doing side quests and stuff. Because I was just fast-traveling it and just going as fast as I could. But, okay, so you didn't actually do much of the peripheral activities? Because that's apparently where some of the best stuff is. Correct, I did not. I just wanted to finish the game and see the story. Okay, was the story good? Not great, no. And I also, like, there, that game has a ton of, like, open world jank of just, like, people popping up and appearing or sequences straight up just not activating for some reason. Hmm. Like, I would be running around and I'd get lost and then, you know, I'd get myself killed and then I would try again and it's like, oh wait, when I went through that door, a cutscene was supposed to start? That explains a lot. So, so. Oh, so you just had to re- retry it or... Yeah, it was basically just, it didn't happen the first time, so I left that area and ran away. Once I got killed, I tried going to that area again, and the cutscene finally started. I just, a lot of weird open world jank, like audio starting too soon, mm-hmm. so their, their mouths are off. Um, and it all, and it does the, because it's Assassin's Creed, it does the weird, like, you know, we're in a historical area, but there's like weird, like, techno light streams flying in sometimes when you finish a mission or something. 
And sometimes I just couldn't tell if, like, is it stuttering because it's supposed to be like, oh, you're part of a machine and machines stutter? Or is the game just, like, having a weird time loading? Huh. Yeah. Okay. So, I guess that's a smart on Ubisoft to try and mask that stuff. Right. Them. But, um... It, what, uh, did you get to do any ship-related business then? Yeah, or? you do quite a bit in the story, for sure. And especially oh, okay. in, like, the last third, there's a few missions quite in a row that you do ship stuff. And I do quite like the ship stuff, because, uh... Just each thing you do, it's cool seeing like a whole bunch of guys on those ships actually mm-hmm. doing stuff on the ship. Like if I'm going to load cannons, there's going to be three guys running to the other side and loading cannons. And it's just kind of cool from like a mechanic standpoint seeing all those things pl- work out. Right. I guess my only kind of apprehension about what I've heard about that stuff is it's always you versus like a bunch of ships and you just destroy them all. Like it's not evenly weighted. Um, I don't know about that because... Uh, like I said, I didn't, didn't do much of the side stuff, so maybe it gets more egregious there. But in the but story like how stuff, many ships are you facing off against? The most I had, I want to say maybe there was like six other ships, but only two of them were big, and it was like four smaller ships. But I okay. had like an, another buddy with me, like I had an ally ship. Okay, so it didn't seem super ridiculous. It wasn't super bad, but like I said, I didn't do side stuff, and there's a ton of those side ship things, so maybe it gets a lot worse. Because I okay. could easily see those becoming like almost like challenge stages. And then, mm-hmm. of course, they would do that. But at least throughout the story, it wasn't too much of an issue like that. Um, I'd say maybe on average, it's maybe you against two or three other ships. Okay. Um, did, did you do and of course, homestead? you need to be more powerful than them, because if they could take you out real quick, that wouldn't be fun at all. And it would but, be just, it would be annoying. But it's like a ship simulator. Right, but I'm not, I'm not playing ship simulator, I'm playing Assassin's Creed 3, which is hardly realistic. I guess if there was old-timey ship simulator, maybe I'd be into that. I'm sure there is a ship simulator. There's, like, train simulator, plane simulator. Truck simulator. Farming simulator. I'm sure there's a ship simulator. Hopefully. I'm looking No, there definitely is a ship simulator. Not like... But, like, old sails and sailors and scurvy. What was Anno 1773 or something like that? I swear we used to sell a game when we all went together. Is that a... But isn't that, like, an RTS-type game? Okay, because the Anno series, like, I've definitely heard people talking about 2070 or whatever lately, but my impression is that's a strategy game of some kind. But, I don't know. I, this is I, a genre of games I've never even looked at. Okay. Simulators. And I'm, so. I'm speaking kind of based on secondhand stuff. I haven't played it personally. But okay, okay. So, Assassin's Creed 3, you played through the main stuff. John Delancey was there. How was that? Who's John Delancey? I think he plays your dad. Okay, yeah, he's... He's easily the most interesting character. That they add to the proceedings, or? No, you play as him first. Oh, okay, no, sorry, Desmond's dad. Oh. Uh, he's just kind of an asshole the whole time. <laughs> Alright. Fair um, enough. Um, I don't, I don't really know what to ask without, like, I've, I've seen some of the ending business just because I was curious what people were talking about, but we can't really get into right, that. Right, yeah, I won't get into that. Um, but. I guess, overall, how does this stack up in the franchise for you? Better than Revelations? Worse so that's than that. the weird thing, is I want to say maybe from, like, like a meaningful standpoint, it was more than, it was better than Revelations, and the Revelations was kind of just weird. But okay. I almost thinking, I prefer the, the, the trilogy that made up all of the second, like, Ezio's story, just because... Two, two, three, four. The, so, the sole fact that there was lots more to climb... Hmm. And I really like the climbing stuff, and there's not much to climb here. They kind of 
let you run through trees and stuff, which I wasn't really into. And because I was fast traveling, I didn't see much. Especially I wasn't hunting, so I, I didn't oh, okay. hang out in the frontier that often. Um, and I, and I remember in, I think Brotherhood was the first one that started it, and Revelations definitely had it. There was even, like, some underground cave areas and, like, indoor areas that were almost just, like, straight-up Prince of Persia kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I guess what I'm saying is I like Prince of Persia climbing more than Assassin's Creed. I don't care much for the open world compared to just... I like really fast, like, climbing up stuff and sliding on stuff, and please make a sequel to Prince of Persia 2008. Okay. Well, yeah. just email... I guess Ubisoft and ask about Ubisoft. that. Is there Please any make... plans to reboot that thing? Or there's plans to reboot Assassin's, uh, Prince of Persia. Yeah, I think there was even like a couple, like two screens a few months ago that leaked that people were like, "We're thinking this is Prince of Persia." Wasn't that confirmed to be something else? Or I, I don't even remember. I just remember it looked a lot like Assassin's Creed. Mm. So okay, that's that's a shame, I guess. But well, okay. you know, if I th- I think. It, generally, people prefer open world games more than just corridors, and Prince of Persia is like the tightest corridor I could think of. Right. So, but that kind of platforming, puzzling thing, I do remember those areas in yeah Assassin's Creed Two and such had it, where you'd kind of be like you'd get armor or something as a result of it, or what was it? It was like little collectibles. Yeah, like the end of them or something like that, a scroll or whatever. And is that stuff just straight up not in this one, or that's not in this one? No, because there's no like, for there's it. no like big cathedrals or underground. It's not like places the and have this underground place. Yeah, no, there's nothing like that. Okay. Hmm. Is there anything about the Masons? Um, is I America. Don't. Are they even covered in any of the other? I don't know. I'm just thinking. You know, isn't it too, isn't it too early in history for Freemasons? I mean, we're getting up in there though. Like 1700s. That's that's about right. So it's possible, but I'm not here. I have let no me... idea. I don't remember. I don't recall. No one said that out loud in there, so that that's okay. I'm, I'm not on. sure when Freemasonry started, but okay, okay. I uh, played some new Super Mario Bros. U specifically because the Oscars were on, and I wanted to play games during the Oscars. So I figured, what a better what better opportunity chance to, use your Wii U. to try that gamepad functionality for reels for the first time. Uh, cause I don't, you know, I have, a, I don't have someone taking over the TV when I want to play games. Mm-hmm. So. You took it over yourself. So I put the Oscars on, yeah, and played some new Super Mario Bros. U, beat like two worlds. Uh, it was, you know, it's Mario. One thing I will say, I got some like frame rate hitching stuff on that gamepad, so now I'm like super skeptical. Like, uh, well, like how far away were you? Kind of stuff, how or? far away from the Wii U were you? <laughs> Three meters, and you're in the same room. Same room. I was I was watching the TV, so I was not far away. And it only happened for it only happened like two times within the span of like five seconds. Was it It frame rate or video tearing kind of stuff? Yeah, by the sounds of it, it, like there must have been something interfering with the the wireless connection. It almost kind of seemed like that because it would straight up like freeze for like a split second. Yep, that's exactly what that is. Yeah, I just that's. So that's just kind of gotten me worried about it. I don't want that to I've happen. I've never had that happen when I've been close to the Wii U. The only time it's happened is when I've been in my office and the Wii U was out in the living room. Yeah, right. and I think I had that back when I tr- was testing. Like, can this go to my bedroom? But no, I was in. I was in the. Uh, I was in the living room. Okay. Yeah, for me so. it was all bedroom related stuff too. That, that yeah. kind of sucks. So that's great. I guess Wii U. Yeah. In stores now. It's. But hey. 
Did that you at least have fun though. playing Mario U? Oh, yeah. I'm fine with Mario U. Like, so excited for that month or year of Luigi stuff? Sure. I'm excited for anything different. So. Have but either of you was... guys done the transfer, the system transfer? No, I keep meaning to. Okay. No, because I don't care. Okay. The only I'm... reason the only reason I didn't transfer mine originally because I didn't want to lose my Brawl save because I play that with GameCube controllers. And then I realized yeah. it's been way too long since I've actually played Brawl, so it's not that big a deal. Okay. I finally did it yesterday, and it's... I don't know. Like, the, the actual swapping SD card stuff is kind of cumbersome, but once it's going, it's kind of funny to just watch this weird, elaborate video of Pikmin that they set up for that. They, they get you super into a rocket and then fly off to Wii U planet. So are you amped up for Pikmin 3? Uh, I, I don't know if amped up is the right word, but like it, it's a pleasant enough thing that I'll probably check out, and I haven't bought any Wii U games lately, so, you know, maybe... I'll check that out. When is that, though? Have they said? Spring. Yeah, I think okay. it's spring. Hm. Yeah, sure. I'm up for that. But anyway, sorry. Um, What What is it that this next game listed on? This there? last game I played, uh, Pudding Monsters. Okay. Already this, sold on the name. All right. It's uh, by the people who did Cut the Rope. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Um, so iOS, it's not a universal app, so that's really annoying. Really annoying. I got it on the iPad because I just prefer playing games on that. Um, and the the closest analog I could find when thinking about this, and Nathan, you probably won't have any, you probably won't get this, but John might. In Pokemon games, there's always like an ice cavern or an ice cave. Mm-hmm. And a couple times during the ice cave, there will be like a f- fully iced floor that, that when you step on it, the walls. you go all the way until you hit a wall and you need to figure out your way to get to the exit. It's like that, except there's multiple things on the ice, and instead of trying to get to an exit, you're trying to get them all in one place. Do you, do so it's a kinda, sliding block puzzle, essentially. It's kind of like a sliding block puzzle, but it's not like a... One to one, where I'm going to slide you one pe- pixel down. It's okay if I move you down. You're going to keep going until you hit a wall, or you're going to slide off the edge, and I have to restart the level. Uh, so it is a puzzle game, but it just that was the that was the closest thing I could think of. Um, the one thing I don't like about it that'll just get out of the way is every time you pause it, there is like an ad for buying one of like the four cut the rope variants. There's like they are what they are just. Yeah, they are heavily advertising their other games all over that thing, and it's... Oh, sorry. This whole time you've been speaking, I thought you meant that Flash game, you have to cut the... burn the rope, which was hilarious. I don't know if you guys played that. I've heard about it, but I've never played it. Okay, it's basically a parody of games that are, like, really... Oh, like, they tutorialize you too much, and there's, like, nothing to it, and then there's a silly song at the end, and that was it. I think it was nominated for some stuff. Like oh wait, no! I remember. I remember hearing that song at least. So maybe I have played "Burn the Rope." Yeah, no, it it takes like thirty seconds to play "Burn the Rope." Sorry, cut the rope. Yes, I remember that now. Where you're feeding the candy to the monster, right? And yeah, sorry, physics puzzles. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I don't so know. Apparently, there's like also. four different cut the ropes, like a Christmas cut the rope or whatever. So they went all. Oh, it's angry just like Angry Birds. birds. Right. Yeah. So every time I pause it, 
big ad taking up half the screen. Hey, why don't you try out our other games? Or every time I'm on like the home screen, have you tried out any of these other games? It's it's really annoying. Like, There's really no way annoying. to say like, hey, I have those or something. Like just lie to it. Uh, no, I don't think it. so because it's just a it's just a link to the app store. Is it so. free to play? No, it's not. Okay, well, um, that's I picked it up maybe two weeks ago. I was on sale for a dollar. I think it's normally two or three. It just came out a couple weeks ago. Okay. So this was like their, hey, we're out. It's discounted. So we can get up on the sale charts. Um, But yeah, it's okay. They have a lot of different variants on uh, different types of creatures you can slide around and how they react to different things. Like some will leave like a sticky trail behind them and you can use that to stop other guys. And it's really easy to, like, there's different ways to beat each stage, and if you get them, if you get all the characters together, you'll complete the stage, but there's also star panels on the floor that if you can get everyone together and have the star panels covered, you'll get, like, a perfect rating, and those are, those are pretty tricky to do. Um, and then the most annoying thing, though, is if you're ever, like, really stuck, you can pay real-world money to just have a whole bunch of monsters appear on the screen, so of course they'll all be touching and they'll all be on the stars and you'll win. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, so... In-app purchases. Yeah. I just, yeah, okay, well... iPhones. Yeah. Uh, that's all I've been playing. All right, Nathan. Hey, um, I, I guess fun fact of the week: uh, Freemasonry began in the late 16th century. So oh, so it actually could have been in. It, it could fit. Obscure origins, though, so who knows? But that's where you know, Ubisoft fills in the blanks for you. But I don't know. I guess they didn't do that. Um, I went to Paul's house and played some games there for a bit, um, including Platformance Temple of Death. I'm not sure if. John, maybe? You like hard platformers? I have not played platformers, though. I thought you were talking about Eben Hawkins for a second there. But no. Oh, I've, I've played some of that as well, but um, this I don't this know what either kind of, of those are. Uh, they're, they're Xbox Live indie games, um, so not a lot of attention is paid to those sometimes, but I guess there's a couple platforms games, or I think literally a couple. There's another one where you play as a knight. This one, you're basically an Indiana Jones-type guy. Um, there's a big, like, giant kind of place where you're traversing obstacles and whatnot, traps and whatnot, like Indiana Jones might do. Um, but the game doesn't stop ever, and it's just one big level. But it's kind of cool how, like, tension is kind of amped up by just, like, there's a ghost following you around that's going to kill you. And you have kind of, not necessarily a time limit, but, like, you want to get through these obstacles fast to get to the next checkpoint so you can get further away from this ghost. But you'll Is it like... an endless runner? No, no, no. It's, um... I guess it's a platformer, but it's kind of just in one big um, space, and you can kind of zoom in the camera depending on what you want to get a look at. Kind of remind me of that, um, from what I've seen of that one Castlevania game on Xbox Live Arcade, where you can zoom Harmony way of out. Um, I don't know, it was a Summer of Arcade one one time. Yeah, Harmony of Despair. Okay. Um, where you can zoom out the play field and still see your dude running around? Yeah. That's the... Okay, okay. Um, kind of like that, um, but... I, you know, it's like half an hour is how long it took to for me to get to the end, I guess. You have to save a damsel and then also backtrack and get her out. But the obstacles are kind of different going at them the other way. That's like a dollar. It was pretty cool. Um, then I played uh, Halo 4. Really? Yeah. Um, I just kind of... You like I, Halo? 
I like Halo. I'm just surprised that he's playing it. No, well, Nathan's the Halo guy. Yeah, oh. I love that Halo. No, From the um, three of us. Yeah, we're Halo fans out here. I, totally. I just played single player stuff. Um, I don't know. It's I got to the point where there's all those Promethean dudes around. Like Sean, did you play this? Oh, yeah, I reviewed it. You reviewed it. What did you, did you like it? Yeah, it was my favorite Halo after ODST. Okay. Um, I don't know. Something about the Promethean stuff. Like, I kind of like the look of it. it. It's Tron. They just were like, hey, Tron's pretty good. Let's put some Tron in there. It is not um, Tron. It's pretty much Tron. They just not watched tr- I, I, they I watched Tron a couple times. They said, hey, what if Master Chief was in Tron? That'd be pretty sweet. So they, they poured a bunch of Tron juice in there. And I'm not sure how I feel about overall. Like, I was just kind of like, all right, you're shooting dudes. You got needlers and whatever. It does look nice. Like, that that much is true. You know, 360. I thought it games, sounded really nice, too. Nice visuals. I, I guess. I, I don't know. They're playing that music and whatnot that Halo does. I thought those guns sounded real powerful. I kind of didn't like how the, your main machine gun sounded. Oh, I thought sure that why. was the best. But it sounded different, which is all I was like. This doesn't sound spacey. This just sounds like a machine gun. What's that? But I did like the Promethean shotgun, I guess. That that was okay. I don't know. I don't have real strong feelings about it. It was just kind of, okay, this is, this is a video game. They're shooting in it. You're running around. I guess maybe I was a little annoyed with how straightforward it was for a lot of places. Like, I seem to remember Halo having kind of big open combat arenas a lot of times. And this at just at least the first one, yeah. This just didn't seem to have as much of that. Like there was some vehicle business I ran into, um, but like it does the thing where it's like, all right, stop doing that, stop using this vehicle. Like they'll just have some arbitrary obstacle that prevents you from using it anymore, and then you have to be on foot again. The I'm... the dialogue between Master Chief and Cortana was kind of hilarious, at least in a group context. I just couldn't take any of it seriously. Um. I don't know. I don't think I liked it very much, to be honest. But you know, it wasn't my expenditure. So and, and they maybe probably, it gets they're really probably great. trying to streamline it too, since it was a technically a new team. Yeah, like I've I've heard kind of the consensus seemed to be like, well, they they were trying not to break it. You know, like they're trying to basically replicate the Halo formula with this new group of people. And I guess the multiplayer changed up things in a lot of ways, like put some Call of Duty in it, whatever, which. Like I've heard some stuff, like the numbers are dropping on that. People aren't really feeling it, but I don't know. I didn't get to play any multiplayer, um, or co-op or whatever. But yeah, I'm I'm not sure. I like I'm not. I haven't really been super excited about it anyway. It was just kind of like, oh, we're here. Let's let's see this thing. Um, but then I played a game I've been looking forward to play ever since Sean first told us about it. Uh, Intel discovered. Oh which game no! Is bullshit. Yeah, it was Why? this connect experience where like I got to hang out with Chris Evans and Red Foo and some lady. Like she is not anyone I know. She is just a person. She's not a celebrity to my Oh, knowledge. you mean Red Foo from LMFAO. I do. I played with them in Vegas. It was crazy. But LMFAO uh, that was at the after party. Anymore. Um I I don't know what happened, but there were some extremely bad photos taken of me while playing that, as is customary with Kinect games. And I tried to upload them to Facebook, but they didn't seem to appear. I don't know if you guys like. Did you, I didn't. Did you... I didn't notice them. No. I did not. Okay. Notice anything? But I don't spend that much time on Facebook. Okay. Like I was. I was checking to hope they were there. I got the achievement for it and everything, but 
I, I didn't actually get it. I didn't do super great at the fight scene that Chris Evans was trying to walk me through. I don't know, like, it wasn't detecting me jump. We kind of didn't really clear the space for connect stuff very well, so I was just kind of messing around. But, yeah, that thing's dumb. That's, I'm assuming that's free, though, and that's an advert game of some kind, because they definitely were pimping Intel stuff pretty hard. It is, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if you have a Kinect, it's really but dumb. But I think there's, like, 400 points in there, so you can get a lot. Yeah, I got a decent amount of points in, like, no time for, like, no effort, so if you're into that, I guess. And it, 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 I don't know. Just the idea that they got Chris Evans to do this stupid stuff. And Red Foo from LMFAO. I also, I, th- my favorite part of that is why, why couldn't they get both of them? Like, wh- why? Well, because LMFAO doesn't exist anymore. Well, right, but at the time, that was, this was a while ago, wasn't it? Like a few months ago? It was pretty close to when they broke up. But they're up. related! Like, it's like uncle and nephew. Why couldn't they? Isn't it Sky Blue? Isn't that the other guy's name? Yeah, Sky Blue and Red Foo. Yeah. I don't know. Why'd they break up? Aren't they, like, the hottest thing? Uh, uh creative differences, from what I heard. I don't know if they've technically broken up, but they're on a creative, like, hiatus. They're, they're putting a pause on the LMFAO right now, so. Yeah, but no, they were doing quite well. Um, but yeah, no, that was the thing. Okay, now comes to, like, this was, Right after that, I guess, I um, this was kind of the iPhone hotness this week. It just popped up on Metacritic really high, and I was like, I've never heard of this. What's going on? Uh, it's called Yearwalk. Did either of you guys get a chance to look at this? I've seen some screenshots, and I was look- I looked at the store, <laughs> the app store. Uh, okay. It's I've really heard the good. name, that's it. Okay. Um, I, it's by the it's, Beat it's, Sneak Bandit guys. I, I never played Beat Sneak Bandit, so I don't know what that means. But okay, um, is it good? Because this was good. So, uh, yes, it is well regarded. Beat Sneak Bandit. Okay, I'm typing Beat Sneak Bandit into here. Anyway, okay, doesn't matter. Um, this game is kind of like a horror game. It's based on kind of this weird Swedish myth that I'm not sure if it's real or not, or if they just ginned it up for the game. But uh, it sounds kind of almost like a like I guess the comparison that made it make sense to me is kind of like uh, sweat lodges in Native American culture. Like, you kind of are fasting and not eating, and you kind of have hallucinogenic visions of stuff that might happen. That's kind of the conceit, but in this, you kind of wander off into the forest and learn about the future. And what they do with that is really so you're kind on a of spirit creepy. journey? You're kind of on a spirit journey, but it gets real your creepy. spirit animal? There are weird animals in it. Um, it, I guess I don't want to get into kind of my favorite thing about it because it would kind of spoil a big part of what I like about it, but it's kind of Blair Witch meets like adventure games and it's really cleverly done. It's not very long, but I still felt totally like it was worthwhile. It is $4, which some people are like, ah, what? But it, I, I've paid way more for way crappier games, so I was totally fine. Um, yeah. It's pretty fantastic. I don't, again, I don't want to get into the my favorite thing because it's the most unique thing it does. But it makes good use of its platform, I guess is the thing I'll say. Like, it's really cleverly designed for. And I understand there's a, a companion strings. app. The companion app cool is really cool. That? Yeah, that is a thing that factors into some later stuff that I don't want to really get into, but it's really neat what they do with that, too. Um, and yeah, just really great touchscreen stuff, like really no real, like, explicit direction as to what you're supposed to do. You're just kind of looking at it and you're very much encouraged to just kind of poke and prod at it in different ways and figure out these puzzles. 
once you figure out how it works, it does go really fast. Like, it probably took me, like, I played for, like, a half hour the first day I got it, and it was kind of just like, alright, I'm kind of confused and got lost. But then the next day I probably played for an hour or two to, to completion, like, that was the end of it, so kind of comparable to the room, maybe, in some ways, but I felt the narrative side of it was a lot stronger. Um, so, I like I like the room, too, but this this is even better, perhaps. Sure. But, I wouldn't really say the narrative, that or uh, the room is, like, trying to have a strong narrative, though. Well, but, like, they kind of start going in that supernatural direction. They have all those notes and stuff. Like, I don't know. Right, I wouldn't say there's no narrative. I just wouldn't say that's a, any kind of, like, tentpole to that game. Right. Well, this this incorporates more narrative elements than that did. So, I guess, sure. if you're going to say, like, what the pull and... like Pull and push? Whatever, push and pull? I don't know. Um, the difference, like, the puzzles in this aren't nearly as elaborate or weird. So, that is still in the room's favor, but yeah, it's okay. pretty fantastic. Um, then yeah, I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm interested in it for sure. Okay. Um, John, do you have access to an iOS device? Nope. That's, that's too bad. Why is that too bad? Well, it's really good. It's, it's really cool. Um, but it's all right. I'm sure it'll figure it out. I don't know. <laughs> it'll end up other places at some point. Um, if it ends up on Android, I might give it a shot, but yeah, no, I have no iOS device at all. Okay. Um, wow. Then I guess I ran into this weird revelation about PlayStation hard drive management uh, that I guess people who have been trying to download the digital version of Nino Kune have also discovered. You need way more space than they tell you to download things. Right, because you have to download the installer as well. Right, so, like, when it's like, hey, you need 12 gigs to download Vanquish, it actually means you need, like, 20-plus gigs to download Vanquish. So I had to delete a bunch of stuff. And then, to top it off, like, I p didn't play much Vanquish, and I I don't know how I feel about it. It seems really, really dumb. But that's kind of what I also downloaded said. Vanquish because, you know, PlayStation Plus. I'm really excited to play that game. I hear it's cool. You do rocket boot around, which is pretty funny. But, I don't know. I think I was just kind of in an irritated mindset after I'd gone through all this nonsense to finally get it, and then I was just like, ah, yeah, I could stupid see that game your experience. It's ruined. Every like now I can't play Dust Five One Four. Thanks a lot, Vanquish. But I'm anyway. sure you really shed a tear for that one. I I haven't really played that much, but I like the idea of that game more than the actual execution. It's not very fun to play. You should just play oh. Eve. I did once. It's not fun. It's more like reading about Eve is interesting. You should just get really deep into Eve and report back. I don't think I'm the person for that. I'm, sh I'm hoping there's someone out there blogging their exploration of Oh, I'm Eve. sure there is. Yeah, and we can kind of see from a distance what's going on in there. But yeah, I can't I can't do that. Um, then, like, I guess the reason I did that Wii U transfer was so I could play Skyward Sword, which I just started. Um, but I don't know. Going into it, everyone was saying, like, those first hours are the worst. Like, if you don't like that stuff, oh man, it's not that bad. It's alright. It's like colorful. No, but it's, just, it's a lot of tutorial stuff, so it's slow. It is slow. There's a lot of text and, like, setup. Hey, let for me things. tell you, Assassin's Creed's intro tutorial stuff, way slower. So Okay. Assassin's so, Creed 3, or just. Yeah, series. Assassin's Creed 3, I meant, sorry. Okay. Um, and I don't know. I'm, I Like, I just got my bird back, and I was flying around. Um, the directional slashing stuff's kind of neat. I, I did like the flying, just because it reminds me of that airplane in Sports Resort. 
So I was okay. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm pawing around my bird. That's the best part of Swords Resort. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, so this this you know that it evoked parts of that, and then I, I'm also just kind of like they're all talking like mystically about like man, I don't know. There's rumors that there's a like ground down there. I don't know what that's all about. I'm just like sweet. I can't wait to get down there and start exploring. And the uh, the dungeon that you're wanting to see the most is the third one. Oh, okay. So, is it flying related or no? It's the it's the time one that you kept hearing about. Oh, this time, like yeah, the sand yeah, and the crystals. So that's the third one. Okay. Um, but I don't know. Decent first impression, I guess. I that was just yesterday though, so I haven't gotten back to it. But um, yep. Yeah, motion plus business, colorful. Yeah, you like the way it looks. In the chairs. Yeah, it's 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 bright and cheery. Um. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. Zelda games. Big I'm, Zelda I'm still, kick. I'm still riding that Zelda wave and feeling pretty good about it. So if it keeps going, what, what do you think your next Zelda might be? Uh, I'm, I'm flirting with uh, Link's Awakening, or maybe I did play a little bit of Zelda 2 again, but I'm not sure if I'll go back to that one or not. Um, I'm trying, Did you I, ever the, play Four Swords? Yeah, I, I played. Well, like Four Swords Adventures or proper Four Swords? Like, same thing. Either way. Yeah, I, I, I have the GameCube one. Um, okay. There's more to the GameCube one, but yeah. Okay. With, like, what's that wizard guy? Fatty. Uh, Fatty. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, the run mechanic is kind of neat. That's not normal. The stamina meter, all the stuff they're doing with that. Oh, like, okay, sure. in Skyward Sword. In Skyward Sword, yeah. I'm just yep. like, oh, that's kind of different. I don't know. Like, yeah. you don't have to roll around everywhere. You can just run. Yep. But... Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's it for video games this week. Uh, John, what, what's been going on? Um, we already talked about Fire Emblem Awakening. I'm at pretty much the same point as Sean. Okay. Uh, most of my characters are classed up. I think I've actually got one Master Seal. I'm deciding on who to put it on right now. And you're but... both normal difficulty with default everything, right? What? Yep. Nor- normal difficulty, permadeath, all that. I'm on hard, but yeah, permadeath. Oh, right, you're on See, hard. I'm on normal. Hard. That's crazy. But, okay. Yeah, but uh, the game I really wanted to talk about this week was Metal Gear Revenge or Metal Gear Rising: Revengeance. Speaking of All platinum, right. yeah, I got an hour into the game. Uh, <laughs> let's yeah, so I called it last week. Okay, an hour gameplay wise because I spent a lot of time just listening to the codec calls because I'm that guy who likes the codec calls in Metal Gear games. I do like codec calls too. Yeah, did they talk about movies? No, tragically, but they were talking about previous events and how Raiden got his nickname and stuff like what happened to Snake. And Does he have, like, creepy robot voice in it, or is he more of a dude? No, he's just got more gravelly voice this time around. Oh, okay. Huh. He's he's being serious. I hear that game's, like, five hours long, though. If you just go straight without, uh, without paying attention to the codec calls at all, yeah. I've heard from some people that listening to all the codec calls actually adds on about another four hours. <laughs> there you go. So it's an eight-hour game. Like, you guys are robbing yourself of your the experience. So, what do you do? Well, I don't know. I like all the flavor text stuff that they add in. That's why I, I listen to the codec calls, but you don't need to at all. Okay. Like, any codec call that actually is important to gameplay, they will just kind of do when you're running around. Mm-hmm. Will, will you, like, how deep do they get into Metal Gear Universe stuff, or is this pretty tangential? Well, I mean, if you've played Metal Gear Solid 4, you'll recognize a number of units. Uh, in the very first stage, you fight a Metal Gear Ray. Okay. Okay. As someone who hasn't finished Metal Gear Solid 4 and would still not like it to be spoiled for them, can I play this one okay? Ooh. Um. That's a tough call. 
because they specifically talk about the ending of Metal Gear Solid 4 a couple times, as in what happens to the world, not to the characters. Right. So okay. you won't know what happened to Snake. Uh, yeah, exactly. But they, they do They do allude to Snake, what he's doing at a couple points, but you uh, they specifically go into what happened with uh, the Patriots. What, so okay. if you do not know what happens to the Patriots, I suggest finishing Metal Gear Solid 4. Or if you don't care, you can you can ignore some of the story. I've beats. forgotten like almost all of it though. So to, to be perfectly honest, this game's strong point is not its story. Okay, all right. This is, is a hack Sunny and slash involved. Not that I've seen so far. Okay. Uh, you can tell you can really tell Platinum was involved because it's got the crazy flashy action. It's got like the rating your combat missions and that. Mm-hmm. Uh, How like weird Kojima e is it? What do you mean by weird Kojima e? Like, I don't know, two-hour-long cutscenes, a whole cut, thing about cut sunny side are, eggs. Cutscenes are crazy short. Is there, like, FMV in it of just, like, some random show in the no. future? No. Oh, that, okay. that was just a four thing. Okay. Nothing about cooking? No. So it's not very Kojima-y. Yeah, this is the least Kojima of... This is this is more platinum than Kojima. Yeah, that seems to be what it is. Which really be. is a different kind of crazy. Yeah. Did you guys ever see that that picture that showed up online? This was this was a number of years back, but it was of everyone, a bunch of like high up people that worked at the, wherever Kojima works. Okay. And they were on like some building in Japan in like suits, and it just looked like badass. <laughs> like this is Kojima Productions staff photo. Yeah, it was a staff photo, but they were all like posing, and the lighting was just like out of like a sci-fi movie. I think I have actually. Hold on. Uh, yeah, like, I'm, I'm they, ju- they were just like, you know what, let's take the most, like, amazing staff photo ever. I, I literally typed in badass Kojima Productions photo, and it was the first result. Right, <laughs> it's so good. That That is a pretty good photo. Okay, Oops. yeah. It's like they're in the future or something. Matrix. Okay. But, but yeah, does we're... that does that come to bear on this game at all? Is it badass? The, the game's got a lot of good points to it. It just takes a, uh, a couple things to get used to. Um, there's no real dodge button. Okay. There's there's a sort of dodge move, but it doesn't work very well. So you, the main focus of the game is parrying. Yeah. Okay. So you have to like hit forward or towards an enemy and hit the light attack button whenever you're about to get hit, and you can parry back, and then you can either that'll either be a block or you can just go into a new combo. So uh, it's it's a weird thing to get used to, especially if you're used to games that have a dodge button like Bayonetta or Devil May Cry. Okay, but I don't know. I really enjoy it uh, a lot. There's a lot of ri- absolutely ridiculous set pieces to it, but a couple of those set pieces have some real annoying parts to it. Um, last week, in, in the second stage, there was a point where you had to run across a bridge that's being blown up by a chopper. Mm-hmm. I played that demo in PAX. Yeah, and, see, that's what I thought. And it took me, let's say, a dozen tries to get through that. Mm-hmm. Because for some reason, even though I was going as fast as I could manage it wasn't, like, clearing it. Like, I would get to a point where, by the where, during my actual cleared session, Raiden was supposed to jump automatically and make the jump, but he wouldn't make, he wouldn't actually try to jump whenever I would try it, and he would just die. Yeah, I, I seem to remember tripping up on that a couple times. And to the point, like, in a, in a kind of convention setting, it's like, oh, you know, there's people lining up behind you, and you feel like an idiot. But, yeah. Yeah. So I asked, I asked around on Twitter, and like a, a couple of people were like, "Yeah, no, we had the exact same problem." 
But a lot of people were like, no, that never happened to us at all. So I don't know what was up with that specifically. Hmm. Seems but, like something they'll, they'll patch. I hope so. Well, I, didn't it was you just say the way you cleared thing. it was just kind of jumping haphazardly? Yeah, no, like instead of running the whole time, like doing the super fast ninja run, I just kept ninja running and jumping. So I was just mashing the jump button and, and first try I did that. It was just like, yeah, no, you did it great. Good job. It's like, okay. Because there, there was no hint that that's what I was supposed to be doing. Like, running lets you clear any obstacle that's in your way anyways. I don't know. The whole scene was really weird, but... So that's your optimal momentum. I, I still enjoy it. Is that where you stopped? Like, after uh, that? A little like, bit after that. Uh, I fought the chopper and okay. uh, did a bit of sneaking around. How's that slicing mechanic? It's fun, but it's so weird to get used to at first. Oh, okay. Did you do any weird kind of, like, I don't know, the cap of this dude's head? Woo! I had a couple points where I just kind of sliced off someone's skull and then, like, the brain just came out. Well, they're all but, cyborgs, so it's okay. Yeah. But the main focus was that uh, to re- restore your health, if you cut an enemy in this specific spot and then hit an action button, you'll you'll grab their spine and absorb, like, their, their fluids and regain all your health and yeah. some of your sword meter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. The, uh, the reason I... The point I stopped at, there was a point where a civilian was actually getting attacked. Not a cyborg? No, civilian. It was getting attacked by cyborgs. So the idea is that you're supposed to go in and save them. What could be a civilian cyborg? True. As opposed to like a military cyborg. No, I I think it's heavily implied that they're not uh, modified, and if they are, they're for non-combat reasons. Okay. So like everyone on my codex like, yeah, you should probably go save that guy. So I go in to try to like sneak in and start killing people to save him, but I get alerted as soon as I do it. So I jump in and start killing people, but I noticed that at the same time the civilian got killed. So I'm like, oh shit, now what happened? I had no so idea. you what... sliced him? I didn't slice him. Uh, one of the AIs did when I was trying to kill. Okay. But uh, on my codec, everyone on my codec call was like, yeah, good job saving him, man. Like, like nice. not sarcastically. They were seriously well, maybe like... Maybe saved him from such a horrible life full of cyborgs. <laughs> but like, I clearly watched him die in a pool of blood, but then everyone's like, you saved him. Great, Raiden. It's a weird dialogue not lining up with what just happened. Yeah, so I was just like, okay, I'm just going to restart and see if if that was just a weird bug, and then I never got back to the game because I started editing again. Oh, okay. But you feel like you're going to come back to it, get, get your more slicing and dicing? Yeah, no, I'm definitely going to come back to it. I, what, I've, what I've played, I've enjoyed. It takes a bit to get used to, like I said, especially if you're used to other crazy action games. It's not as polished as, say, Bayonetta is, but it's still a good game. Okay. How many Metal Gear jokes are there? The one I saw was, like, the box. There was a dude sleeping in a box. But uh, the, You can actually use the box as an item. You can be stealthy if you want, but more often than not, it's not needed. Okay. That's not much of a joke. Or, like, references, I guess. Yeah, like, the barrel and the box are options. Uh, yeah. There are, like, people... There are soldiers hiding in boxes, actually, and I think... Is there straight up, like, you know, exclamation points over dudes' heads? And... Mm-hmm. Okay. There's like alert meters, like you can you can stealth kill everyone if you want. Okay. Um, I guess the the, the other thing that people were kind of saying was um, there. Hold on. Ah, oh, my brain. I forgot. It left. Flew away. Sorry. Metal Gear Rising. All right, Avengers. great, awesome. <laughs> Just grind no, everything. To podcast. A no, there was totally a thing people were saying. I don't know. Sorry, the antagonist. I guess. It, but Jack the Ripper stuff, Metal Gear Solid 2, tie-ins, any of this? Um, bits and pieces, like, they'll bring up a bit of his history, but if they go heavy, heavier into it, it's not at a point I'm at yet. Okay. 
Alright. Alright, and with that, we'll move on to news. Uh, first off, we have an announcement from Telltale Games that there's more Walking Dead coming. Yeah, so Gary Whitta was on the uh, IGN's Up at Noon show, and he... I'll just read the quote here. Uh, there may very well be more Walking Dead from Telltale before Season 2. We may have a little something extra for you between Seasons 1 and 2. There may be something in the works, even as we speak, that will make the wait for Season 2 slightly less agonizing. Something in, like, uh, an, a random episode? Like, a, you know, between seasons? Like an episode, what would be, 6 maybe? Like an epilogue kind of or something like that? That's my guess. Like, not any kind of iPhone app or something? I'm not oh, sure. maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. I'm, but regardless, I, I'm thinking it's going to be like episode length. Okay. Maybe, maybe on the shorter end. But that's what I'm getting. That's that's what that's my assumption. I'm I'm assuming. Would you assume that it's just like a free thing? Like suddenly you're you're it's just hey, here's an extra bit of DLC for you, and it's like a kind of like that Left for Dead thing they did, or like that team did, or the Portal ending. These are both Valve examples. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it would be. Okay. I could see them giving it away for free. Isn't season but... two quite a ways off, though? Wasn't that also kind of a revelation? Right. Like, specifically, they're working on the next Fables game, so we won't, we probably won't see season two to like 2014. Okay. So. Who knows? But that's always good. I liked that game quite a bit. My game of the year. Yes, it was. So I can go for more of that. Uh, this next news story was uh, Nathan's. Yeah, did, did you guys see the digital sale that? Yes, I bought uh, El Shaddai. Okay, I also so did bought everyone El Shaddai. Else, apparently. Yeah, because it was three dollars, and then I also bought Dirt Two because I like Dirt One, and it was also three dollars. Um, I guess this was just noteworthy because I don't know. This is like the steepest discounts I've seen on demand stuff ever on Microsoft's console. So it just seems like they're kind of experimenting with that kind of generous sale type business. Um, I think that's still going on as of you listening to this, but it's not going to be for very long. Um, I guess, and minor disappointment note, uh, ODST wasn't on there. Every other Halo game, hell yeah, it's on sale. Well, ODST. the Halo one was the was one of the one-day deals. Right, but it was like the whole franchise except ODST, which was right. just like, And like whoa. today's thing is uh, Resident Evil. And my buddy texted me saying tomorrow's is uh, Call of Duty. However, I haven't been able to find verification of that. I didn't okay. really ask him where you saw that. Right. I don't. I don't know. But they it seem seems... to be doing like big franchises. So yeah, they're they're at least kind of experimenting with digital discounts, which is kind of not a thing. Like I mean, every now and then there would be definitely a game of the day or a game of the week kind of thing. Well, um, they always have deals of the week, and like you know, five games are discounted. Right. They're just never like... usually uh, game on demand games, though. Right, and it's just kind of a big list of stuff like that. It was, I don't know, it was kind of neat to see. And yeah, I picked up a couple, couple games that I was happy to see. I mean, but I played the El Shaddai demo some time ago. I know John, did you beat that game? El Shaddai? No, unfortunately, I didn't get very far in it. Okay, but the it visuals just, yeah, are cool. It came out at a bad time for me for playing yeah. games. That was around PAX, wasn't it? Exactly. It, yeah. it was like the week of PAX or week yeah. before, so I was in stage three. Mm. But. I don't know, I just heard enough things about the visual design of that game. Oh no, that game is absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, that, that's something going on. I guess the full list is on Major Nelson's blog as to what's going to still happen, but some of it's over already. 
but yeah, that, that's it. I just wanted to mention that. John, have you picked up anything or what, any, I honestly anything? did not was not aware of the sale at all. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, look uh, it up. There's like I think there's maybe about a dozen games that are going on for the full thing right now. Most Resident Evil games are discounted. So See, the problem is a lot of the games that they they're selling, from what I keep hearing, are based on what you guys were talking about. I already have or have zero interest in. Right, that could be the thing. So I'm just saying, if there's, yeah. it might be worth a look because they are pretty cheap at the moment. The problem is, like, I've been mainly using the 360 in the office, and that one's not internet connected. So. Oh, okay. You could still, you know, go on Xbox.com, buy it, and then when you true, actually, up, that's a very good point. I'm gonna look right, at that so. after then. Next, next piece of news was mine. Uh, Assassin's Creed Four images surfaced. Mm-hmm. Uh, More than at that. The beginning posters. of the week, there was posters, and then it was actually confirmed yesterday. I think yesterday or this morning. Yesterday sounds right. Yeah, it's I actually a... the, it's right on the front page of Xbox.com. Right. Yeah, and I got like a press release from Ubisoft about it and stuff. Um, but Assassin's Creed Four subtitled Black Flag. It is pirate themed. You're going to be sh- a lot of ship fights and some land stuff down in the Caribbean. Uh, I like that sounds pirates. cool for me because I liked the boat stuff from Assassin's Creed Three, but I want more big climbing stuff. Whereas so. I want a pirate simulator, so hopefully they'll go in that direction. There's, for, rum. Based, there's rumors that it's going to be more what Nathan's looking for. Scurvy. Is the Caribbean more so like dense jungle? Oh, maybe it's a tree climbing. Do you want what? What happens if you're climbing cliffs and stuff and exploring caves full of treasure? Yeah, that sounds good to me. You know what? If they had treasure caves, you know, pirate loot, getting some booty, oh, sounds cool. Like, yeah, just treasure maps and digging up stuff on weird islands and whatnot. I don't know. This is also just bringing up, you know, the, that Phantom Hourglass game. I was doing that kind of stuff. That was pretty fun. I, I like just like Phantom Hourglass. Yeah, ships. And so what I you're saying is, that is, is Assassin's Creed 4-2 It's going to be on trains. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe. Industrial Revolution. The steel horse. Isn't that what they call it? Iron horse? Whatever. Okay. Um, I don't know, that actually sounds kind of neat, but is that this year? Is that the annual... Well, they they said it could be anywhere in, the, like, the fiscal year, so which meant from, like, after March of this year to, like, March of next year. So okay. it's basically going to be this November. And everyone's sure kind of basically being like, this is probably coming to new consoles, too, but they're only confirming PlayStation and Wii U and whatnot, but... Yeah, right. That's, right. That's but yeah, yeah, of course it'll be on the other ones. Why? Why wouldn't it be? Because Watch Dogs. No, I don't. Um, Watch Dogs I, is on all of them. Oh. Oh yeah. No. Th- wait. That's this gen too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. PS3, PS4, Wii U, and I think 360, and whatever Durango is going to turn into. Oh, weird. I, I'm well, looking forward to those comparisons yeah. then. But yeah. Um. I, minor. Minor thing. Uh. Do you guys ever play that Super Meatball game? Yeah. How do you feel about cats? I like cats. Well, I got great news because I'm not uh, a huge fan of my cat. Oh, okay. Well, Team Meat is making a game called Mugenics, and it's all about cat breeding, and it sounds really weird. <laughs> but I'm kind of keen on the few things I've heard so far. Um, it sounds like it has that weird dark humor, and ma- like a kind of more Sims type thing, but like a lot of weird systems interacting and like wonky stuff can happen, like with your kittens with weird genetic disorders because you mated the wrong cats. You gotta be careful. But yeah. Basically, you're so, a crazy cat So is cat this the lady. next game that comes up in, like, every single one of my Humble Bundles? Maybe at some point. But 
I'm, I'm, I actually think it sounds pretty great. You're, you're a cat lady. You're like a crazy hoarder cat lady, essentially. And okay. you have way too many cats, and it's going really weird. And that seems to be what this is Well, you have too many, so you're breeding more? Yeah, because you're crazy. You love cats too much. You, I don't okay. know. So she doesn't think she has too many. No, you, yeah, the, the game does not. You want more cats so you can just keep doing stuff. But I'm assuming that'll be reflected in your house looks like garbage. Um, there's a flea-bitten, horrible <laughs> couch in this picture. And, yeah, it looks real bad. But I don't know. I I like what I'm hearing of this thing so far. Um, so, yeah, that, that was yeah, sure, why not? this week. Um, and then I guess the next story I also wrote up, um, it's just Ouya stuff. More people are kind of getting on board with that thing, including... Um, uh, airtight games, which is Kim Swift, the Portal Lady, Portal One, and Quantum Conundrum, um, as well as the people who made Papo and Papo Eo. Correct. Sean keeps saying because E is and in Spanish or something. That, you're right. It's Papo that, that EO. sounds or right. Portuguese. Yeah. I'm, I don't, minority, minority media. Minority media. They will be making games for that Ouya thing, which apparently one month from as we're recording this, that'll go out to all the Kickstarter people. Um, so I'm sure we'll start seeing coverage of it and whatnot and see what it looks like. But uh, June is when that comes to everybody else. So we $100. $100. And you can play video games on it, apparently. And it's got circle buttons. I could use a machine that plays video games on it. Cool. Yeah. There you go. Questions. Question time. That was really it for news? Wow. Yeah, I, I even added some me. stuff, so... Well, keep in mind, last week was, like, the big dump True, news. okay, that's true. We burned a lot of news last also, week. Also, that PlayStation's still coming out. It's got yeah. stuff in it. <laughs> Breaking hey, news! big headline. PlayStation 4 is still a thing. Whoa. They cool. didn't They didn't forget about it in the week. It was mm-hmm. impressive. Yeah, they didn't turn around and go, mm, just kidding. Nope. We're going right to PlayStation 5. Okay, Nathan, you're the email guy. Oh, okay. I was just like, I was just talking, so I was like, okay, let's check in this bag of emails. What do we got? So, Allison, so John, Sean, what A or S rank support characters do you have so far in Fire Emblem 3DS? Any favorites you use a lot in fights? Uh, give me one sec here. That's um, I wanna... like, so S is usually like if it's a male and a female, they're married. Yeah, I don't a- think I have S- any. S rank is only marriage. Right. Um. So I have Muriel, who is the female uh, mage, and Donnie are actually married. Okay. Or Donnie, Donnell? Donald. 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 Right, Donald. Um, and I have one other. Oh, uh, Crom and Sully are married. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't think they're an S rank though, because that just kind of happens from the story. Oh, okay. The marriage for me happened well before that point in the story, so. What? What happened for you? I, I got Krom married to someone before that story point. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess if you just hit this point and he's not married, like he has to marry someone, so... Well, yeah, but based on where I'm seeing the story go, that makes sense. Okay. Um, and then I have one other S rank, and it is... It's, it's, the, it's the cleric, the sister girl? Uh, Lissa. Lissa and the archer guy. Viren. <laughs> really? Alright. Yeah. I don't know, it just it worked out that way and I was like, okay. Yeah, Virion, yeah. So those uh, are the only S ranks I currently have. See what I got. Krom is married to Sumia, the Pegasus Knight, the klutzy one. Uh, my avatar is married to Tharja, the the Dark Mage. I guess she's, she's a sorcerer now. 
Uh, Sully is married to Lon Q. That's the Myrmidon who's now a swordmaster. Lon Q is the best. Lon Q is amazing. That He's dude so dodges good. so many attacks. Yeah, dude, Myrmidons and swordmasters are the best. Uh, Pan and Donald are married. Who's Pan? Pan is the the Tagul, the the rabbit chick. Oh, okay. And who's she married to? Uh, Donald. Okay. I thought it was funny because Donald's a hunter. All right. Sure. Uh, already mentioned Donald, Sumia. Uh, Lissa is married to Vake. See this axe guy? Yeah, Vake's the axe guy. Oh, right, yeah. Vake just got a whole lot vakier. Oh, God. Vake is so dumb, I love it. Vake's pretty good. Uh, I think that's all the marriages I have. Uh, Kellum, I think, is going to get married soon, too. Who are you currently working on? So you said Kellum? Uh, Kellum, I... I don't know. I think I was going to pair him up with Olivia, actually. Okay. I, I just got Olivia, but of course their relationship's slow. I almost had Cordelia marry. I think you're ahead of me. I, so okay, now I remember. I'm on the mission where you get the Wyvern Rider. No, yeah, that you're ahead of me, or that's the one I'm about to start doing. I am okay. about to start mission twelve, but I'm doing like side fights first. Who's Olivia then? Olivia's the dancer. You get her in mission. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I've had her for I think two, two, one or two missions. You you would have had her in the last fight of the first story arc. Right. Okay. I'm currently working on getting um, the thief guy. I think get Gaius. 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 Yeah. Uh, with the peg the first Pegasus knight you get. That, the, that's that's uh, Sumia. The, those two I'm trying to get together. Um, I I was trying to get Long Q and the. Uh, the trickster, but then I realized, oh wait, they can't. Oh Soft yeah, Gen. Anna only will marry your avatar and some other mysterious character you haven't unlocked yet. Okay. Um, and then I think I'm trying to get my main guy with Olivia, just because she's like the last girl that I'm consistently using. Uh, so that's about it, yeah. Actually, I got a bunch of A's, too, like Frederick and uh, Virion are A's. I really should start using Gregor, just because he's basically Arnold. So you seem to be, you're using so many more people than I am. Yeah, no, I, I mix up my groups a lot. I never mix up my groups. Uh, the main group I've used the past couple of missions and fights have been Krom, my avatar, Sully, Q, Pan, Tharja, Donald, Sumia, and Lissa. Who's Tharja? A Tharja oh. is, is the black mage. Right, right, just, yeah. Okay. Or dark mage, whatever. Alright, what's the next question? Uh, next question, this is also specific to Fire Emblem. Um, I leveled up Donnie to level 30, but when does he get good? Should Wait, I change his class? Wait, Donald to 30? Isn't 20 the cap? I thought thir- 20 was the cap. Alright, well, uh, sorry, my mistake. No, it says 30. No, <laughs> I, she wrote in 30, because I typed this up. Uh, should I, I wasn't change sure class? maybe he could just do it. I don't know. Um, should, should my Donnie's level, like, 17, and he's good. He's got skills and stats. Uh, my my Donald is a level fourteen mercenary, so that makes him, I guess, technically level thirty four. Mm. Uh, he is next to Krom, the strongest character in my party. Okay. But yeah, like like his strength is twenty seven. Yeah. The yeah, reason, so okay, know. the reason Donald is so good is because of the first skill he has, which is aptitude. It adds a twenty percent chance of each stat's odds of leveling up whenever he levels up. That's why Donald's good, because almost all the stats can increase per level. Right. Uh, and, yeah, there's... As far as I know of, every class gets two skills per level per like level up. Uh, usually one, if you, if you start off default, you'll get it right away, and then the other one you get is either at 5, 10, or 15. Or in a case of where you just got promoted to it, it's like one's at 5 or 10, and one's at 15. Right. So I don't know, once, yeah, my, yeah, my Donald's good, so I don't know why yours isn't... 
Yeah, so once you get that second skill, uh, you probably can just promote him, unless you want to just get more levels to try to up his stats. Like, uh, my buddy's Donald has 80 health maximum. Like, he is... That is insane. That And that is the max amount of health you can have, period. But I, his Donald's also a hero, so he's one class up from where my Donald is. You can evolve him twice? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, technically his class is considered, like, class zero. A villager is considered class zero. Same oh, with right. a, a, a Tagul. Okay. Um, okay, finally something not Fire Emblem related. Uh, which game do you think so far has looked great in 3D on 3DS? Mine's Fire Emblem. So... I'll agree Fire, Fire Emblem looks great. Uh, I'll agree Fire Emblem. Okay. Uh, I go. also really liked uh, Mario Kart 7 quite a bit. Paper Mario pulled it off pretty good. Paper Mario was good. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that. Mario 3D Land, I guess. Okay. Yeah, definitely. 3D. Um, next question, uh, Junkie GS. Do you think the PS4 has made a big enough leap from the PS3 to be considered a next-gen console, or is it just an improved PS3? From the from the specs they showed off, it is a it is a substantial leap. It is like from the PS3 specifically, absolutely. But I I'm still a little weirded out by just like they still share games, which I know that Xbox and Xbox 360 shared like Gun and whatnot, but it still just seems kind of like. That sends a weird message. It's like we got Diablo three, but it also runs on this thing. You know, here's here's the thing. Well, they're like, going to share games for a little bit. Yeah, but I don't know. It and here's seems the thing like too: like jump, it's, right? it's not going to be as big of a graphical jump. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's not going to seem as impressive. No, it totally is going to be a huge graphical jump. Well, compared to the PS three again, but like to pretty great PCs, like. Oh, that sure. Crisis 3 just happened this week, and everyone was just like, I don't know, man. This looks pretty good to me. Uh, sure. I don't know. Like, it's it's kind of... Like, the, the amount of video memory they were talking about and whatnot is going to be pretty sweet, but it's also not out yet, and PCs are going to keep evolving. Yeah, here, here's a general rule of thumb. If you really care about graphics, become a PC gamer. Mm, like, if that's the main reason for yeah. doing anything. If you're going to be a console gamer, go for either the, the things they add, or the games, the the, the system specific games. Yeah, I, I I'm personally kind of curious about yeah, like the independent games. They seem to be kind of catering towards developers on that front. And then, like Giant Bomb had a good discussion about like this is going to be the first console that was designed with the modern internet in mind and like all the apps and whatnot because they kind of bolted all that stuff on last time. Like you know, Blades running real slowly, like 360 just kind of sluggish. PS3, like this new store Sean keeps complaining about, because it is really slow, it's true. Um, you know, that stuff hopefully will be smooth and awesome next time. Right, but like, again, right like, you know, PC already has that on lock. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah, kind of like, up to the you, pro- though, The problem right? is it's it's all doing things that PC's been doing for a while. Mm-hmm. But it's going right. to be kind of standardized. But, yeah, I totally... Th- you know, if we wanted to get real technical, they could put literally anything out and call it next-gen because it's the next one. Right. It's got a four but, on it. So But from like a let's be serious here, I yes, of course it's I think it's a big enough jump. And I'm sure there's features, you know, they haven't even talked about yet that are still gonna blow our minds. It's more feature wise. Like looking at Killzone, it's just like alright, you're shooting dudes, you're running around, but like the share button stuff, like that kind of thing like they were talking about, like the physics that they can accomplish now with this thing or whatever. Like it's like there's definitely things there that are more Right, and they're gonna need subtle. something unique, because if it was just 
look at these graphics, it's like I don't need three consoles that have all have really good graphics. Right. Um, so. Yeah. Um. What do you think Sony could have done better at their conference, if anything? I kind of liked it. I was impressed for a February early thing, but yeah, I think the general consensus is they showed a lot more than expected. So I'm happy. The Some one people be- were still kind of bummed out they didn't show off the actual body of the system, but at the same time, I can understand why they didn't. Right, and yeah, that's that's what Junkie is saying as well. Um, kind of the one tweet that made the most sense to me after that is like, you know, I bet it's going to be kind of like a black rectangle. So who cares? Like it's right. Like I don't really. I'm not that worried about what the box is going to look like. They showed the, the controller, and like Nintendo kind of emphasized. Like we did say before, the Wii U they did kind of show on a screen somewhere, but they definitely weren't really focusing on that. So, yeah. I'll tell you what. The way that the console looks matters two times ever. When they first announce it, mm-hmm. and when you're trying to stand it by your TV, and you need to decide: does it lie flat or does it stand up? After right. that, it doesn't matter. It just kind of sits there. For it a literally years. never matters again. Well, as if you can rotate the PlayStation symbol on it, like that's pretty important. That's only if you're putting it like up or down or flat. Right. You're right. So if they could have done anything better, they should have announced whether or not the logo could be rotated. I feel right. like that would have changed a lot of people's opinions on the PS4. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as for the actual conference, I don't know. I I, I was pretty impressed by it. Yeah, um, I was too. Okay, this this next question here is from Nathan. Uh, he's This is for John. Uh, hey, I forgot what I was going to say earlier about Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, but I remembered uh, Gray Fox outfit was apparently mm-hmm. a downloadable like pre-order item. Did you get that? Yes, but here's the catch to it. You have to unlock it in-game. Oh. So okay. what it does is it puts it in like the, the I, I'll call it a store, but it's more like, like where you buy your moves and that. But it is, uh, what was it, 200,000 points, I think, to get the, to get the suit, and I think the same to get the sword. Oh. And just for, like, the sake of scale, uh, a health increase is 8,000 points. This feels like something that you could pay real money for. Yeah. Point. Like, it like, might be I, DLC. I'm, I'm more shocked, to be perfectly honest, that it's I got the DLC code and it's still like you have to buy it in game. That is definitely weird. But based on how the game is playing, I can see it easily coming to a point where you will have that many points in stock and not be a big deal. Okay. Um. To be fair, it's also like a free bonus. So yeah, like you you, you they, literally get you, points if you start like chopping up trees. Okay. Right. And like if but, they didn't give it to you, it's not like you're any worse off. Yeah. Guess, as far as I can tell, it's only cosmetic. As far as I can tell, it's cosmetic only. Right. It's still, like, people were talking about it on Reddit, like, that kind of sucks that it's pre-order only, because people want to kind of play as that iconic character. You know? Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. Hopefully it will be DLC maybe at some point then? I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if they do that. That seems like a weird thing for them not to make DLC. Um, I guess just speaking of Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, uh, Brooke asked a question. Uh, would you guys become cyborgs like Raiden if you got the chance? Maybe certain parts, but not full body unless something happened. Uh, like, is oh, like he kind of a... needed it? Like, if you went in and had a horrible accident and that's your only chance? Yeah. Like, was Spectre it that? Like, style? was it a RoboCop type situation where I can't remember what was going on in four? Like, did he get hurt and then he it... became a cyborg? Uh, he just showed it, up it, as was, a cyborg. it was not a RoboCop situation. As far as I remember, it was a voluntary decision 
Okay. But it's, it's been a while, and I can't remember if it was forced by the Patriots or if he did it because he wanted to fight back more. I, I don't remember the full details. It's like a super soldier program. It, it, as far as I remember, it's explained in the codec calls. Okay. Generally speaking, I like the idea of like weird tech enhancements. So, you know, I'm pretty excited about Google Glasses. So if you could just put those in my head, that'd be pretty sweet. So, yeah, I'd probably become Cyborg. I don't know. They'd probably live longer. You could stop a ship. Just by like leaning into it, so in forward, isn't that kind of or whatever that big thing is, stops it, pushes against it. Spoilers. Uh, I don't even remember what he if that was outer heaven or if that was something else. And you can apparently jump really high, so yeah. Anyway, it, it's been a while since I remember four. All I remember at that same point in four was Liquid making really stupid hand gestures. I don't oh. think I would. You wouldn't become a cyborg. I don't think so. Okay. Even if it's like, hey, you'll live longer, and cancer won't bother you. Sweetening the deal. I don't know. Okay. The, okay. There's there's things that I would consider... From a purely, like, well, you could run faster, and you could, you'd be stronger? No, I'm okay. Okay. But maybe if it was like, you know what, we'll just give you, like, a better heart? Well, then maybe. I don't like. Yeah, I guess it, dep- it, it depends. It depends on the goods and bads to it. Yeah. Here's the question: Could I still love? <laughs> yeah. What's the relationship with Rose in Metal Gear Solid Four? I can't remember. He, he's married. He's married oh. to Rose, and they have a kid. There you go. See, so it still works out. You okay. Still do that. Um. But yeah, specifically, it does say like Raiden, and Raiden is kind of weird. Although but... technically, technically, the kid was from two, and he was still perfectly human. Right. I, I don't remember the full details, but yes, he still can love. He still has a brain. Okay. These are important questions, though. But, okay. Um, there you go. That's it for questions. Uh, if you want to write us questions, topdownperspective at gmail.com, TDP Podcast on Twitter, or the Facebook page. Um, yeah. Thank you. Wait. Right? That's it? Everyone's gone. Yeah, I guess that's about it. That, okay. That's what's going to end it. That's right definitely there. it for this week. So we will see you guys next week when we talk about Fire Emblem again. Game of the week! All right, game of the week. Good. All right, we didn't, oh, we didn't write down one, games of the week. Thanks, John. Holy shit! Because there definitely was one I wanted to highlight. Um, okay, everybody. Oh, don't make me choose between these two games. They're both good. A uh, Fire Emblem. All right. I like Revengeance, but Fire Emblem's been keeping my attention very well. Okay, John. I'm also gonna do Fire Emblem because I don't really care about the other three games. Take that, pudding monsters. Get out of here. Um, your walk, dude. It's really good. All right. All right, with that, we're actually going to end it. So we'll see everybody next week. See you guys next week.